This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. I have a message of gratitude uh, that I get to spend time with someone like Alma Pollard, editor of The Green Times. I'm grateful for that. Alma Pollard is one of those inspiring ladies, and you can't help but just say, uh, Alma, you might not have two million followers on Instagram, but you're an influencer, and it's great that we can have you on the air with us uh, every Wednesday. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much. I don't even have time for Instagram. <laughs> I was I'm gonna, afraid. I was waiting for you to say, Brad, I do have two million followers on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't even get to LinkedIn. I get a million um, messages of people who want to talk to me. Yeah. I just cannot put it all. It's not possible. Yeah, you're just one person. Oh, we're grateful that uh, you can <laughs> have. we can have you on this platform, which I'm sure for you is one of many. And some good news. Um, it's in a. It feels slightly ironic. On one side, when there is a, a, an awards a ceremony of some kind, ah, there's nothing like just getting dressed up. It doesn't happen every day and going to rub shoulders with people in the industry. But also on the other side, being in ecologic awards, meaning there's no extra carbon footprint on the event. Everybody just doing it from home. So I suppose it's you know one or the other, Alma. Yeah, I'm really excited because, um, you know, these awards have been going on for a long time. I don't know exactly how long, but at least 10 years. And, uh, and of course, I always I get invited to it. And mm. it's very often in Europe, and I always say, but no, I'm not going to go to an ecologic award by flying. It doesn't sure. make any sense to me at all. Sorry, I don't fly. That's my decision I took five years ago. So now, of course, I can attend because it's online. (laughs) So it all makes complete more eco sense, you know. (laughs) So some of the benefits that we're currently busy with, which is really great. So tell us a little bit about the awards. What do they celebrate, Alma? Well, they, they, you know, the the applications come in from across the the country and for various categories. And if you scroll down the story, you'll see there's a climate change award, there's an innovation award, recycling and waste management award. Eco World Award, Water Conservation Award, Green Economy Award, Biodiversity, Municipality, Eco Community, Eco Youth, Eco Angel, Eco Warrior. My word, I was a finalist for the Eco Angel before the only year that I applied because I can't be bothered with things like (laughs) that. There's just not time for that. But, you know, I think it's really cool because for once, people who are doing really the right thing all the way around for the community and for the planet and for the future and for the children are getting some recognition. Now, I don't really like competitions because, you know, I once read a a thing that said, um, play to win and every victory is a funeral. So I'm always concerned about those who don't win and does that demotivate them and so on. So that's why I'm not normally a great supporter of anything that's competitive because so many people are doing such awesome things, and even if everything is just a drop in the ocean, we are cleaning the ocean this way, you know, so to speak. So, but it is interesting to to go and focus on these people who have now well finalists, and we took great care to link every listed finalist to their project so that it's easy for our readers to go and see what they're doing. And I'm also considering unpacking these over the next few weeks. And there are more, because I love spreading good news. I really like to motivate people rather with good examples than to complain too much about how bad things are, although we do need both. Because currently we are absolutely at at the crossroads. 
Something very and, s- and the pandemic came and, and illustrated mm. the crossroads to us very carefully. So how we respond to what goes on now determines what our future is going to look like. So if we could have a socially and environmentally appropriate and relevant response, then we can turn this crisis into a turning point that is going to create a much better future. So it's a fantastic um, opportunity as well. And I think this is what um, we're trying to illustrate also with with the awards, is here are some people who are doing just that. They are turning environmental problems, social problems, into opportunities to do good new, I would call it round business. You know, the, the, the round economy, the cyclical economy, we call it the circular economy. These, these things are all part of the circular economy. And in the circular economy, everybody benefits. The environment benefits. The community benefits. And it's always, almost always economically also better. As in the case, if I could jump to, for example, the plastic road that was built in Jeffrey's Bay. Yes. Which is one of the Innovation Award um, finalists. That's called Walter Marder Street. So, um parliamentarian, I'm not going to mention um, political parties mm-hmm. here, um, got the, the go-ahead to um, to create a project there, um, a pilot project to look at building this road out of recycled plastic pieces. And this was um, seen overseas. It's already done in the Netherlands, Canada, Australia, and Scotland. And um, it's it creates thousands of jobs. It prevents plastic from going into the ocean. It could help with the roads, backlogs in the Eastern Cape where they've got a big problem with that. And it's cost-effective. For example, normally if you build a, a road with what's called bitumen, mm-hmm. which is a um, byproduct of crude oil, which is what, why it's so expensive, normally one kilometer of road costs 10 million rand Ooh. to build. You know that. No, no idea. It's so expensive. But if you do it this way, it costs 1.5 million. Can you see the fraction of the cost? At the same time, for every one kilometer of road built, it uses 1.5 tons of plastics. That 1.8 million plastic bags. Wow. So can you think of keeping all these plastics out of the environment and out of the ocean and building roads instead? Alma, did you say one kilometer of road uses almost two million plastic bags? Yes. <laughs> so How is that for a good thing? Exactly. Know? So the 300-meter pilot road, this Walter Marder Street, took 500,000 plastic bags. Amazing. Isn't that just cool? <laughs> so the plastic is shredded and it's treated. And at the end of the day, it's actually more durable and has less potholes than the regular roads. So you understand, we are replacing mm. bitumen as a byproduct of crude oil, which generates greenhouse gases and climate change. And we are taking plastic waste out of the environment. We're creating economic and huge employment spin-offs. Mm. And this is for community workers who are unskilled. So think of ticking all the boxes. Now, I think that your idea, Alma, is an excellent one for us to look at all of these over the next few weeks. There really uh, are many, and it's not so much only about the awards. This is just awareness of what's going on. Now, I know I've heard about the Jeffreys Bay Project. First of all, my mom lives in Jeffreys Bay, and she told me wow. about it. But I had no idea about the, the, the intricate little details like you've just shared. We Sometimes that gets lost. So 
I think it'll be great to touch on those things for us to understand what exactly is going on in our country and to celebrate that. It's very, it's very quick for us to, particularly at this time of so many difficulties, Alma, to point out what isn't right about SA, but there's so much good stuff bubbling under, we can't miss it. I mean, SA is one great big opportunity. Mm. That's the thing about this country. There's so many things that haven't been done. And if you get a, a vague idea of how you can solve a whole bunch of problems in one go with one project, and you can be one person, this was one person who decided to go for it, mm. and, it and organized it, and, and it looked at what's happening. Now the, the, the way forward is that they now want to finish this project, then they want to kind of try and scale it, you know, we... So it needs to, they need to then get a buy-in from the whole province, and then they want, if they have enough buy-in, they can start producing this, this plastic. The plastic that was used in this road, they, they didn't get it locally because the, we don't have the facility to create these particular, you know, to treat and to shred and to treat the plastic in the specific way. Yeah. But as soon as they've got a buy-in for a big enough portion of road, another a, a local recycling-specific plant for this can be created, they can collect all this plastic, they can start treating it, and it can roll out across the country. We love what you're sharing. And you can read this story on thegreentimes.co.za. Um, it's not the story at the very top. You just scroll down a few stories, and then it says, meet the finalists of this Only year's one. virtual so imagine all course. the others. There's so many to talk about. Uh, this is going to be a good next few weeks, and we learn something brand new every week with you, Alba Pollard. You open our eyes to some stuff that mainstream media misses out on. So we love this time together. Thanks, Alma. Have a great day. Super. Thanks for Have a great... awesome week. You're Bye. welcome. Bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.